And all of a sudden, when that impulse happens, that's when we act. And that's where most of us fail. And Why can't we, we have an impulse to be nicer to our fellow man? <laughs> well, I think we do that too sometimes, but I, I, hope, I hope that one overrides our other impulses, right? I think most of us have an impulse to kill our fellow man. <laughs> Look at the news. Okay. Now, now Scott is really telling us how his brain works, and I'm a little worried. Can you please come help me and get me out of here? <laughs> It doesn't hurt except when you stop. <laughs> so we, we, we impulse, we have an urge to just go out and, and do this stuff. And, and this is really what holds us back a lot of things in life. Impulse for food, impulse for drugs, impulse for sex, impulse for uh, smoking, impulses for, you know, there's so many things that we get an impulse for. Now, that we get impulse stuff too to go and do good things as well too, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what we need to focus on. So then why do we all of a sudden get an impulse to say, you know, go out and overeat? Or why do we have all of a sudden we're sitting there and we have an impulse to go, we need that chocolate. And is that normal? Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm driving along the road and I'm driving and it's like a sunny day and I'm not thinking about anything in particular. There's music on the radio and I got this go eat a donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, where did that come from? Now I don't. Yeah, you're right. It didn't come from me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't, but it's just like, okay, you don't want the donut, how about a Kit Kat? Yeah, well, you don't want the Kit Kat, how about a uh-huh. ice, French fries? How yeah. about a Big Mac? How about a this? And, I mean, it doesn't go on and on and on for me normally, but I get those impulses and it's like, huh, why can't I have an impulse going in that says, you know, walk for an hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I do. Anyway. Which you do. But maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. That, that could be why. But a lot of times we do get the impulses to say the food, the bad food, is because we're trying not to do it. So like you said, because you're going for a walk already, a lot of times you might get someone of impulse to walk, but you're already kind of planning, you know, that it's healthy for you, you've got to go. Right. But you're already saying in your brain, okay, well, I can't have this food. So what happens is it does the opposite. All of a sudden it starts to feel it and wants it. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing is that we got to realize that creates an impulse. This is a very in-depth subject. I mean, I, I literally have, like, have a whole, you know, CD and stuff like on this because it's just so in-depth, this, this here. But let me give you a few really in-depth things that can help you right now. One is you can't take something away from yourself. So if you say to yourself, I can't have this, the brain automatically goes, I want it. I want it. Yeah. And that's when the impulse comes. And so what happens is you fight it more and you go, no, but you can't. And the brain goes, I want it. And you're fighting and you're having like this conflict, a battle with yourself and your brain. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is you succumb because eventually it takes it over, right? Yeah, well, how can you beat yourself? That's just, well, <laughs> you can, but... <laughs> yeah, well, that explains why every once in a while I come in and you got a black eye and you're missing a tooth and you've been fighting yourself. And I, and I usually just say it's my girlfriend, but... <laughs> so, if you say to your brain, I can have this, okay? Yeah. I can have this, but if I choose to have this, what is it going to do to me? 
So what am I doing here is I'm asking myself really good questions. Mm. So I ask myself a good question, and what happens, you come up with answers, well, it's going to make me feel bad. Uh, it's going to slow me down. It's going to slow me down. Sluggish. Sluggish. I'm going to gain weight. You know, there's so much stuff that it's bad for you, so you're putting yourself into the pain. And then you could reframe and you could say, now, if I chose not to have it, what would it do good for me? And so then you come up with the reasons why this is good for you not to have it. So you go, well, because I'm going to feel better, I'm going to look better, you know, I'm going to have the power to c- control myself. So you're asking yourself a couple questions right right there. And that's going to actually stop that from instead of you saying, I can't have this. You hear many weight loss experts teach, well, you just got to say, no, I can't have it at all. That doesn't work. Right. There's a problem with that. It's too harsh. Yeah, it's too harsh because the brain then all of a sudden wants it. That leads to the impulse. So if you just you know delicately say yes, I can have it, but here's the consequences I'm going to have to pay, right. and then you start going. So you get your brain, you enroll your brain in deciding to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yes. And probably too, when you go through this process, because it would take five or six or seven seconds, the impulse may the impulses come and go quick, right? So the impulse might be gone by the time you're done thinking about it. Mm-hmm. it. It will be. And that's a good point because I'll touch on something what you want to do there. Is when you just said that it might be gone, it will be gone eventually. And something that I use is I say, this will pass. This will pass. This will pass. That's all you have to do. It's just a game. It's a waiting game. Because you're going to have to wait it out, have this patience, and then, and then for it to pass. So when you say this will pass and it's a wait, you know it's a waiting game, and right. the thing is, is it will pass. What you got to do is go back and think of a time in your past when you've actually do you, you didn't succumb to the impulse and it actually passed. There's many times you've did it because if you did, if you yeah, if you didn't do it, you'd be 800 pounds, you'd be dead by now. 100 percent, you wouldn't be listening to this right now. Okay, you, you right. just wouldn't be. Because you'd be succumbing to everything, everything, everything. So there's times when you, okay. there's times when you wait, and you might. So think of a time when you got really stubborn, and you weren't going to give in to some impulse. And it could be from someone else, where someone else told you to do something, and it was like you stood strong and said, "No way, I'm not going to do that." Mm-hmm. And then just that, whoever that was that you said no to, just that's the impulse. Mm-hmm. That is the impulse. Yeah, because I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've been called pig-headed a few times. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with being called pig-headed if it's going to help your body instead of harm your body. Or as long as it doesn't mean you've eaten so much pork that you're... That, anyway, that's, that's your pig-headed, yeah. <laughs> pig-headed. Okay, so we got this impulse thing. We got this impulse thing. And so there's two techniques that we just talked there. One is in your brain. Don't tell your brain that you can't have something. Right. It automatically wants it. Yeah, so the more you tell somebody they can't mm-hmm. have it, the more they want it. I always laugh at this, even though I don't have kids, but I laugh at parents with kids because I'll be standing around with somebody that has kids, and they're going to their kids, you can't have that. And I'm going, <laughs> I'm just laughing because automatically the kids want it then. Yeah. So a lot of times you could say to a kid, for example, you could say, all right, you can have it, go have it, go, have it. go get it. The more you say that, the more they're not going to want it. If you reframe it in the right way, right. they're not going to be like, well, I don't know if I really... No, you want that. No, I don't really... Yes, you want it. <laughs> and see, the same thing with our brains. It's the same thing that happens with kids. Right. So our brain is like a little kid. Really. It's, it, it, really it really is. It's like a little kid. Treat it delicately, respect it, because, I mean, it's like the unconscious mind, right? It's like runs our whole... You know, we have six, six levels, and five, six is run by the unconscious mind. 
Yeah, that's a lot. And if we beat up our unconscious mind so much, it doesn't want to play with us anymore. It goes away. And that's not fun. No, it's not fun at all. It's not fun at all. So there's two things. And what was the second thing we said we'll do? It will pass. So start to program that into your vocabulary right now and say, That's what we are saying too. Like, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Yeah. I know, I'm I'm a Christian man. You didn't know that, did you? Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. That's right. <laughs> You're not quite sure what to think of that one. You've never heard me say that before. No, I, yeah, well, I didn't think you weren't. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now what? Now what? So we got the impulse, and it comes we, up. Yeah, we, right? we've talked to it gently. We've, we've talked to it gently. We've let it go. We've said, this is going to pass for a while so you might be walking through let's say you're walking by a store and, and there's a chocolate in there you know a chocolate bar chips or whatever your thing is you know? I, you know when you were saying that for some weird reason I had an image of a woman walking by a dress shop <laughs> a dress shop oh, I want to buy a dress shoe shop right I want to buy shoes okay well let's use that for an example then you know and then this is I can use it because I will the good thing is I didn't start this so Scott can get in trouble for this one so that's why I get to go at this time that's right so so you say you know the woman sees a dress and she runs in well let's just take that example and say okay you know you have an impulse to go shop let's for example this is what happens to a lot of people you're on your way to the gym you're having you're, you're, you're all set for your workout you're going there and all of a sudden you drive by the shop you look at the store and you see on the store there's a sign that says 70% off sales sign yeah. so all of a sudden you're like okay do I go to, I'm on my way to the gym but oh it's 75% off then all of a sudden you see your friend there and you're like oh so all of a sudden now it's like hmm do I go or, or do I keep going where I'm supposed to go majority of people what happens your impulse there is to go to the 75% sales shop grab the dress see your friend there so you've lost track of where you're actually going right so you've actually did an impulse to go do something so again now and that distracted you on many levels that's right and what happens is why I'm using examples because it shows that if we can keep our focus we won't go to that impulse of whatever we're focused on. Right. You see, because we got distracted. We got distracted. So what happens there is you got to recognize when you get distracted, you succumb to it. Because a lot of times we're actually focused on something else, and, and then impulse impulse comes in and pushes the other way. And I call it a thing that I do in my brain is I go, I change my focus. Period. Yeah. Change my focus. I'm always doing that, saying to myself, change your focus, change, change your focus, change your focus. I change my focus. And what you focus on expands. So if I'm not focusing on that thing anymore, guess what happens? I start to focus on the thing that I want. Right. And if you focus on the thing that you want more, it'll start to override that impulse too. That's right. It's like muscles, right? You've got to exercise that focus muscle and get it stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. That's right. Plus you're tra- probably training your brain and you'll get less of those impulses that are what we would call like sweet or negative. A hundred percent. It's all training your brain. That's why we say that that everything that we teach changes people's lives in every way. Because what happens is when you do a shift in your brain, like if you take on two or three of these strategies that I just taught you right now that are like really, really powerful things, if you do two of these and you just apply them to say your health and weight loss, this will start to go into your nervous system and you'll notice that you'll start doing them in all other areas of your life because your brain starts to act that way. That's right. That's right. It's a sneaky way to give you a happy, healthy, wealthy life. Totally. And, and that's what I notice with myself. When I get one area the, at one area right, the other areas start to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I got the one area right, because I get so used to doing it, that it starts to happen in the other areas. Discipline for fitness 
happens with me discipline for success and money. Discipline for success and money ha- happens with, you know, when I'm going to choose healthy eating. Right. So it all goes into one. That's why sometimes you'll see people that are uh, successful in a lot of things they do. It's not because of they've mastered everything. It's because they've probably mastered that one thing and it's carried on to other things in their life. That's right. And that's what I say to people. I can take anybody and change two vital behaviors in them and change their whole life in a second. In a second I can do that. I remember reading somewhere where someone said 94% of all failure is, is the system, not the people. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, so, I so agree with that too. I mean, you... you People have not failed in weight loss. It's the strategies that they've been provided that have failed them. That's right. You give a person the right strategy, they work with me and you, they come take my programs, we fix them like that because right. i got the best strategies. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and that's, yeah so it's, but oftentimes we blame the people, right? We, no, it's not the people. We, yeah, we do. Or not we, but I'm talking like yeah. the, the general universal... We. That's right. We blame the <laughs> The societal we. The societal we. Our cultural we. Or we blame ourselves. Yeah, we blame ourselves. Or we blame ourselves. ourselves. It's my fault. Yeah, we say, oh man, I just you know, couldn't stick to that program. And why couldn't I stick to that program? Well, because a lot of times you don't stick to a program is because the program hasn't provided you the right strategy to suit your needs. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you go on another weight loss program and like yo-yo diets this is why we fail all the time because the strategies are not right at all for us yeah right they're just completely wrong and i mean just i I don't even like to go there because it just makes me angry i just went into chapters the other night i walked in there the new book section on the diet table there was 32 new books i counted just from this month alone you know i'm in the industry and it gets me confused you know i'm a guru in this and i walk in there and i'm just like this is ridiculous like, I feel bad for the average person. And Have you heard of the banana diet? The banana breakfast diet? <laughs> no, is that the one you're on right now? No. <laughs> Three bananas in the morning. You got a glass of water. And one banana before you go to bed. You're going to be kidding. No. You're serious. <laughs> you can eat anything else you want, but after you've had three bananas in the morning, you don't want to eat anything else. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think four people have died from it. Uh, yeah. They, they, they didn't chew the banana all together and it got stuck in their throat. No, I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> Might be better. I'd rather die than go on the banana diet. <laughs> That's just wrong. And, and, and coming out next month? The green banana diet. Yeah, don't let, you it don't let it ripen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the month after that is to eat the, the banana skin diet. There we go. So when you guys see our banana diet, though, you know it wasn't my idea, right? <laughs> uh, sick. Yes, sick. It is. It is. So I mean, there's another thing is what you're focusing on. You know, when you're focusing on a certain diet or certain book or you walk into the bookstore and you and you focus on that maybe you're focusing on the wrong thing mm-hmm. maybe you need to change your focus well you know I was just thinking because as you know my background is grocery stores yeah. when you go in the grocery store there's and you're going through the checkout there's a hundred magazines with really you know beautiful women from 16 to 50 on there that are all like usually thin right yeah. and if they're not thin it's how did Jessica Simpson put on 20 pounds in three days? Does you know uh, scandal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. not good, right? Yeah. And uh, 
You know, so there's all of this stuff screaming at us saying, you know, you're not good enough. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah. Right? You, you don't live our life, so you're not good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have to, I think one of the important things is, is be aware of it and then screen that out because I think that's a huge area of dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. We get back to comparing, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you are who you are and you're wonderful just the way you are, but if you're beating yourself up because you don't, make as much money as Oprah or you don't look as skinny as Angeline yeah like you know it's, it's pretty hopeless right yeah yeah particularly yeah. if you if you've got three kids and you're working and two jobs and blah 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 everything else that's going on in your life right yeah you're, yeah you're making those comparisons right? yeah and not good comparisons right no especially when you're comparing to people that are in the media which a lot of us do and I mean, and they've probably been photoshopped, which means we make them look better than they actually are. Yeah, and and, and they have been photoshopped a yeah. lot of them, or they, you know, their their makeup is done for three hours. Right. I mean, I know I've been around it, yeah. right? I so was, it's I just they're completely look differently. And I had a photo shoot once. It was black and white. It was black and white photography. Yeah, and it was like three hours. This guy is putting makeup on me, and I'm saying like it's black and white, dude. He says, I know, that's why we have to put the makeup on a certain way because you look like you were sunken, you know, because the black and white photography is yeah. different than color, yeah. different way you look. And, yeah. I mean, and he looked, I've never looked that good. Yeah. You know, not, in, not live and in person. In, live and in person, I look terrible, but the picture, <laughs> I've never had such a good picture of me as that one, right? <laughs> you know, you look this way, I mean, so there's an art to it, and if we think art is reality, we have a problem too. That's why you just got to program your brain that it's not about your waistband, it's about your lifespan. Yeah. And when you start thinking in those terms, you're not so much worried about the weight because you start doing it for your health. I, you know, I tell people, you know, don't do it for your weight, do it for your health. And, you know, a lot of times, like, I don't, I'm a vegetarian, I don't eat meat. And one of the reasons why is because meat's very acidic in the body. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times people are like, oh my God, you don't eat meat, you don't eat meat. Well, the, the, the bottom line is this. Meat is acidic in the body. If your body's alkaline, then cancer cannot live in an alkaline body, right. but it can live in an acidic body. So there you go. That's why I don't eat meat. You know, I mean, I might eat meat if it wasn't acidic in the body. Right. So. Right. Awesome. Well, that's been some pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff, Shane. We're going to, uh, we're going to wrap her up. Yes. So you're going to go to call the going right away. That's right. I have this impulse to be on time for my call. <laughs> and I have somebody waiting downstairs for me for the last ten minutes. That's right. Actually, to be up. Everybody, we have put everything on hold to record this. We yeah. have all these things that are we're supposed to be doing, but you are more important. Yes. And next, um, this we talked about impulse eating. And next uh, episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some stuff that you'll be able to what to put in your mouth, put you in your, into your mouth, certain kinds of supplements that I'm using, and certain kinds of foods that'll actually help uh, the impulse kind of pass and go away, and kind of reduce the cravings and stuff that you're on. So okay. make sure you turn into tune into this one because it's going to be a very important episode. Yeah, we've been promising stuff. We've been nutrition for like yeah, we, we, a month now. We've been promising this one for three episodes, and we got off track. Because we got on other subjects, but there was some things that, that, yeah. that were really important. That's right. There was some things that we had to lead into, and I couldn't control my impulses. I was having trouble passing that time. <laughs> and I'm the same way. Yes. So we but all we have will impulses, next time. right? That's right. And you know what? The good thing is, is we'll be back next week. Yes. So you've been listening to uh, Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. If you uh, 
want to chat with Shane Jeremy James, you can head over to his uh, Facebook page, which is kind of cool. Also, ShaneJeremyJames.com. You've got a blog there with stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Newsletter. Newsletter. All that sort of good stuff. And head over to FreeWeightLossPodcast.com if you want to listen to previous episodes. And uh, there is uh, a beep from someone saying, It's more than 10 minutes. Come and get me. So, uh, until next time, everybody. Think fit. Be fit. Bye-bye.